Hello and welcome to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. This is episode 29, being recorded on Friday, October 29th, 2021. I am your host, Terrence M. Stanton, and it is a pleasure to be with you. Let us begin by looking at our 54-day Rosary Novena. Today is the 23rd day, the Sorrowful Mysteries in Petition. And our intention? For the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary by the Pope and all the Catholic bishops of the world, in the manner requested by Our Lady of Fatima, which will end these chastisements, prevent greater chastisements, and result in the conversion of Russia to the Catholic faith, and a period of world peace. I unite this rosary with all the rosaries offered for the same intention. There is no political solution. There is no military solution. There is no economic solution. There is no ideology. There is nothing other than the consecration of Russia by the Pope and all the Catholic bishops of the world to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary that will end the madness that's going on in the world. Nothing. Our Lord Jesus Christ has set it up that way. He wants the Blessed Mother's Immaculate Heart to be loved and cherished by all. He wants Russia back. Russia spread her errors, has spread communism throughout the world. All the madness and all the evil that's going on in the world right now, all these lockdowns and mandates and all this other truly wicked stuff that has no basis in reality and is all a part of this diabolical disorientation that Sister Lucy talked about, which is only getting worse, cannot be solved by natural means. can only be solved by Our Lady of Fatima. It's the most important thing in the world right now. When the consecration finally happens, and it, it will happen, it will be the most significant event in the history of the world since the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. Other than the second person of the Most Holy Trinity coming to earth, and the events of his life and his passion, death, and glorious resurrection, outside of that, this is going to be the most important thing that's ever happened. And the world will completely change after this. By a miracle, maybe more than one miracle that's known only to God Russia a nation that currently has a Catholic population of 0.2% and the highest abortion rate on earth is going to radically convert to the Catholic faith and as she was the means of spreading communism throughout the world she is going to be the means of spreading the one true religion Catholicism throughout the world, and we will live in a glorious era, era of peace, and it will be because the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary has triumphed. God wants it to be that way, to show that it was no secular champion, no politician, no ideology that changed the world for the better. It was obedience to God. 
by the Pope and all the bishops of the world to consecrate Russia to the Blessed Mother's Immaculate Heart. Let's continue to take a look at the brown scapular, which is so intimately connected with the rosary and the Fatima message. Again, taking a look at the pamphlet entitled Our Lady's Garment, A Sign of Salvation and Protection. We take a look now beginning at chapter 5. This is from the Fatima Center. Wearing the brown scapular is a sign of predestination, just as is praying the Holy Rosary. And it is similarly a key Marian devotion for our modern times. When Our Lady appeared to St. Bernadette in 1858, she chose July 16th, the anniversary of her apparition to St. Simon Stock. For her 18th and final apparition at Lourdes, and she came dressed as Our Lady of Mount Carmel. The scapular also represents Our Lady's protection and her care for us. She promised to St. Simon Stock, It shall be a sign of salvation, a protection in danger, and a pledge of peace. Whosoever dies wearing the scapular shall not suffer eternal fire. Our Lady has kept this promise, as demonstrated in numerous miracles associated with the brown scapular. The scapular is Our Lady's esteemed garment. She held it out to us at Fatima, wanting us all to wear it and to offer it to others. By putting on the brown scapular, we place ourselves under her mantle. St. Alphonsus tells us, Modern heretics make a mockery of wearing the scapular. They decry it as so much trifling nonsense. Yet we know that many of the popes and saints have approved and recommended it. Two great founders of religious orders... St. Alphonsus of the Redemptorists and St. John Bosco of the Salesians were devoted to Our Lady of Mount Carmel and both wore her brown scapular. When they died, each was buried in his priestly vestments and scapular. Many years later, their graves were opened. Their bodies and the sacred vestments in which they were buried were dust, but the brown scapular which each was wearing was perfectly intact. The scapular worn by St. Alphonsus is displayed in his monastery in Rome. Now, here are some basics of the brown scapular. The brown scapular is a prayer. Holy Mother Mary taught us the value of the brown scapular. When we use it as a prayer, Our Lady draws us to the sacred heart of her divine Son. It is well, therefore, to hold the scapular in your hand while praying to Our Lady. Doing so makes your prayer far more powerful. It is especially in time of temptation that we need the powerful intercession of God's mother. The evil spirits are utterly powerless when a scapular wearer, facing temptation, fervently calls upon Mary with his sacramental in hand. If thou hadst recommended thyself to me earlier, thou wouldst not have run into such danger, was Our Lady's gentle reproach to blessed Alan de la Roche, when he had delayed to invoke her aid in a certain trial by virtue of the brown scapular. If thou hadst recommended thyself to me earlier, thou wouldst not have run into such danger. We could say the same thing about the popes who were asked back in 1929 to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart along with all the Catholic bishops of the world. And also to ourselves have we recommended ourselves 
to Our Lady? Are we praying the rosary? Are we wearing the brown scapular? Are we doing the first Saturday's devotions? Are we doing penances? Are we praying for the Holy Father? Are we leading lives of chastity, modesty, and self-control? We always have to examine our conscience. We always have to see where we are in the spiritual life, especially living through such a bizarre and evil time in human history. But as St. Padre Pio says, pray, hope, and don't worry. There's always the opportunity to grow in the spiritual life, no matter what circumstances you're involved in, what situation the world is in, whether it's the year 2021, 1621, or 821. We're all commanded to lead holy lives. We're all commanded to repent and believe in the gospel and help lead other souls to our Lord Jesus Christ. The surest means of doing that is by developing a devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary and in this year of St. Joseph, developing a devotion to him, if we haven't already done so. I know I have a lot of good people who are listening to my words right now who are already far advanced in the spiritual life and have that great devotion to St. Joseph and the Blessed Mother. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep going. We can never love Our Lady enough, and we can never love St. Joseph enough. It continues by saying, we should kiss the scapular devoutly when rising in the morning, throughout the day, as the Holy Ghost may prompt us, and certainly every time we put on a new scapular. For this gesture of reverence, the Church under Pope Benedict XV granted an indulgence of 500 days. When kissing or holding the scapular, we are also encouraged to pray to Our Lady, Preserve me this day from sin and the occasions of sin. Another laudable prayer for such an occasion is, By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, keep my body pure and my soul holy. Amen. Physical Description and Use of the Brown Scapular The brown scapular consists of two pieces of brown wool in a rectangular or square shape held together by two strings, ribbons, cords, or chains. The color of the ribbon, string, or cord does not matter. What does matter is that the two pieces of brown or black cloth be 100% woven wool, not felt. Most brown scapulars have pictures on the two pieces of brown wool, but various holy images are acceptable, and in fact no pictures are even necessary. The brown scapular is supposed to be worn in a manner which mirrors the Carmelite's religious habit, Thus, the scapular is placed over the head and the strings rest on the person's shoulders with one string on each shoulder. One piece of brown wool cloth hangs down in front and the other piece of cloth hangs down in back. Each string or cord must be one continuous piece of material connecting the two pieces of brown wool with no string, excuse me, with no interruption in the material or string. To obtain the scapular promise, a Catholic must be enrolled in the confraternity of the brown scapular must be wearing the brown scapular when he dies. Only a priest may enroll people in the confraternity of the brown scapular. Through this enrollment, also called investiture, the person becomes a third-degree member of the Carmelite order. 
Only the scapular used for enrollment must be blessed, and it is to be blessed by the priest performing the investiture. From then on, the blessing is attached to the enrollee by virtue of their membership in the Carmelite order. Therefore, replacement scapulars do not need to be blessed as the blessing adheres to the enrollee for life. However, there is no harm in having a priest bless a new scapular. If the bronze scapular becomes worn out or torn, it must be disposed of with reverence by burning or burying it. As soon as possible, one must replace the scapular where even one string or cord has been cut or torn away from the scapular. The Sabbatine Privilege One of the most renowned aspects of the brown scapular is the Sabbatine, or Saturday Privilege. This great personal grace is a promise by Our Lady to speedily free souls from purgatory on a Saturday, that day of the week which Catholic tradition dedicates to her. This unique and wondrous privilege rests upon four very important conditions, which every Catholic is encouraged to fulfill. Those who faithfully abide by them should have complete confidence that our Blessed Mother will fulfill her promise. These four conditions are being in the state of grace at the moment of death, habitually wearing the scapular and having it on at the moment of death, observing chastity according to one's state in life, daily recitation of the little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary, though priests are authorized to change the last condition to daily praying five decades of the rosary. After the grace of final perseverance, this special protection after death is the greatest of all the benefits of the brown scapular devotion, accepting the essential benefit of the close bond which the scapular devotion creates between our hearts and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Here we do well to recall the words of which Pope Benedict XV addressed to the seminarians of Rome. The scapular of the Blessed Virgin Mary enjoys the singular privilege of protection even after death to which Pope Paul VI added, Ever hold in great esteem the practices and exercises of devotion to the Most Holy Virgin, which have been recommended for centuries by the Magisterium of the Church. And among them, we judge well to recall, especially the Marian Rosary and the religious use of the scapular of Mount Carmel, February 2, 1965. Authorization for the Sabatine Privilege the Sabatine privilege is based upon Sacratissimo Uti Comine, a papal bull issued on March 3, 1322, by Pope John XXII. The privilege is frequently understood to mean that those who wear the scapular and fulfill the specified conditions will be freed from purgatory on the first Saturday after death. However, the Church has never used her supreme authority to guarantee this interpretation. Rather, on several occasions, the Church has formally decreed that those who fulfill the conditions of the Sabatine privilege will be released from purgatory through the intercession of our Blessed Lady soon after death and especially on Saturday. At a time when both the origin and nature of the Sabatine privilege were under serious question, Pope Paul V issued the official statement, quote, It is permitted to preach that the Blessed Virgin will aid the souls of the brothers and sisters of the Confraternity of the Blessed Virgin of Mount Carmel after their death by her continual intercession, by her suffrages and merits, and by her special protection, especially on the day of Saturday, which is the day especially dedicated by the Church to the same Blessed Virgin Mary. In the 18th century, Pope Benedict XIV, one of the greatest scholars to sit upon St. Peter's throne, declared that he believed the vision of St. Simon Stock. He also stated that he fully accepted the revelation by which the Holy Virgin promised John the 22nd to rescue from purgatory 
the souls of the members of the confraternity of the Brown Scapular as soon as possible, especially on the first Saturday after their decease. In his letter of March 18, 1922, commemorating the sixth centenary of the Sabbatean privilege, Pope Pius XI said, quote, It surely ought to be sufficient merely to exhort all the members of the confraternity to persevere in the holy exercises which have been prescribed for the gaining of the indulgences to which they are entitled, and particularly for the gaining of that indulgence, which is the principal and the greatest of them all, namely that called the Sabbatine. The next section is No Empty Promise. Here are two tragic examples which demonstrate that hardened sinners are not permitted to make a mockery of Our Lady's promise of salvation to those who die clothed in a garment. During the Spanish Civil War in the 1930s, seven communists were sentenced to death for their crimes. A Carmelite priest tried to prepare the men for death. They refused. As a last resort, he brought the men cigarettes, food, and wine, assuring them that he would not talk religion. In a short while, they were all friendly, so he asked them for one small favor. Will you permit me to place a scapular on each of you? Six agreed. One refused. Soon, all scapular wearers went to confession. The seventh continued to refuse. Eventually, only to please his six converted friends, he put on a scapular, but he would do nothing more. Morning came, and as the moment of execution drew near, the seventh man made it clear that he was not going to ask for the priest. Although wearing the scapular, he was determined to go to his death an enemy of God. Finally, the command was given. The firing squad did its deadly work, and seven lifeless bodies lay sprawled in the dust. Mysteriously, a scapular was found approximately 50 paces from the bodies. Six men died with Mary's scapular. The seventh died without the scapular. St. Claude de la Colombère gives us the solution to the mystery of the missing scapular. You ask, what if I desire to die in my sins? I answer, then you will die in your sins, but you will not die in your scapular. He also tells the story of a man who tried to drown himself three times. The man was rescued against his will. At last, he realized that he was wearing his scapular. Determined to take his life, he tore the scapular from his neck and leaped into the water. Without Mary's protective garment, he accomplished his wish and died in his sins. <laughs> Excuse me. St. Claude also said, Because all the forms of our love for the Blessed Virgin and all its various modes of expression cannot be equally pleasing to her, and therefore do not assist us in the same degree to reach heaven. I say, without a moment's hesitation, that the brown scapular is most favored of all. He adds, no devotion has been confirmed by more numerous authentic miracles than the brown scapular. When Pope John Paul II was shot and operated on in 1981, he told doctors not to remove the brown scapular he was wearing. We should do the same if we are injured or become ill. We must advise family members and healthcare workers not to remove our brown scapular for any reason. I only take mine off when I'm in the shower or in the swimming pool. Otherwise, it's always on. It's the most treasured item of uh, clothing that I wear. It is a sign of my love for the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's a sign of my devotion to Our Lady Mount Carmel. So... Otherwise, it's always on. We'll conclude today with the scapular medal. The scapular medal was granted in Indult 
by St. Pius X for people living in places such as the Amazon, where the humidity and heat make the cloth scapular deteriorate quickly. The indult was likewise extended to those unable to wear the cloth scapular for legitimate health reasons. Hence, one should not opt to wear a scapular metal rather than the original cloth scapular for reasons of fashion or comfort. Most noteworthy is the fact that there have not been any miracles attributed to the scapular metal on record. Thus, while we trust the scapular promises remain attached to the metal through the papal indult, it is abundantly clear that Our Lady wants us to wear the cloth bronze scapular, if we possibly can. And we will discuss miracles pertaining to the wearing of the brown scapular and the Blessed Mother's wonderful intercession for us on tomorrow's program. Thank you so much for joining us. I'd like to close by honoring the Blessed Mother and also honoring St. Joseph in prayer, which is something that I'm going to do from now on because he's such a wonderful intercessor. He's my co-patron, along with St. Raphael the Archangel. So we will begin by honoring Our Lady of Fatima. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostri. Amen. And now, the Memorare de Saint Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. Virgo potens, ora pro nobis, Sancti Yosef, Teradimonem, ora pro nobis. You have been listening to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, episode 29. Please tune, again, tune in again tomorrow, and thank you so much for listening. Goodbye, and God love you.